nothing beats watching the actual call itself because you also have all of the other elements of the call that are really hard to recreate in a classroom. Hello and welcome to another edition of uh, EMS One Stop. I'm your host, Rob Lawrence, and uh, we're going to talk about Real Emergencies, which is a series on YouTube uh, brought to you by some amazing people and some amazing organizations, and uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, but uh, my guests for today are two people that uh, one is the MC and one is the guy behind the curtain that uh, kind of helps make this happen. Uh, I'd like to welcome uh, Hilary Gates and uh, Zach Dunlop. Hi, guys. Hey Rob. hey, Rob. Thanks for having us. As always, uh, give us your own backstories. Over to you first, Hillary. Hi, I'm Hillary Gates. I'm the Director of Educational Strategy at Prodigy EMS, and I am lucky enough to be able to moderate the Real Emergency Vodcast, and we're about to produce our 15th episode. My name is Zach Dunlap. I'm a clinical educator for 410 Medical. They are the company that makes the LifeFlow rapid infusion device, and I'm a training lieutenant for a small EMS service in Houston, Texas. I always like to start at the beginning. So, Hillary, why don't you give us the backstory? So, the backstory is that these three docs got together, and with David's background of having real patient videos, he said we should get this out to more folks on YouTube in kind of a free fashion. And um, Dr. Peel had a relationship uh, with you, Zach, um, using the LifeFlow in um, in your former agency, and we knew you had body cams. And then Prodigy came in because Peter knew about Prodigy as a CE provider, and we all basically gelled together and became this amazing team that um, just can't wait to produce episode after episode. And, and um, in two years, basically, we've we've gotten 15 of them out. Zach, you've been on this project from the beginning, right? Starting this podcast, I really didn't know what to expect other than I was just incredibly humbled and kind of starstruck when I first started talking to these guys because, I mean, these are the, the best in the world at what they do, right? <laughs> Everybody knows who uh, Dr. Spiro, Ann Tebby, and Dr. Peel are. And then here's just the ambulance driver joining along to offer my two cents. And so um, I have learned far more from them in these episodes than um, I've contributed in any way, for sure. Um, I think just the 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 recording meetings are great too because you get even more insight from them. So I've learned so much in those. But then I never would have imagined that we would have had the the reach that we have across the country and the world. That has probably been the number one thing that I, has just shocked me to see how many people end up on these recordings, um, hearing that they're doing you know classes over them or showing them in paramedic or EMT classes. And it's been everywhere I've gone over, you know, I travel a lot now and I'll go places and that's where people recognize me from, you know, and I get a text from you saying, hey, you've got people on YouTube saying you need to shave next time. So just stuff like that has been so cool. Um, but it's really been the, the knowledge, the willingness of, of all of these physicians that we brought on and guests to just put out there what they, you know, believe to be right, willing to listen to maybe something they don't agree with. It's just been a really great um, overall experience for me. I totally agree with you, Zach. I think that as um, a paramedic, just logging in for an hour and listening to, as you said, 
the great minds discuss the most important things that we do in medicine has been the best thing for me. For, as an educator, what I can't believe is how perfect these videos are that we have, these body cam videos, these you know real patient videos that actually show what's happening on a call. Where, do, where else do you get that? You can't get that anywhere else. And there's something to be said for doing scenarios and having standardized patients or fake patients or mannequins, but nothing beats watching the actual call itself because you also have all of the other elements of the call that are really hard to recreate in a classroom. You have all the, the emotions, you have the bystanders, you have the equipment, you have the um, communication aspects that you have to worry about. And, um, and you have real human uh, reactions. You have not just emotional reactions from the patient, but you give a medication, you know, in these, in these videos, you see what happens when you give the medication. You don't have to try to fake a headache from nitro or something like that. So as an educator, I think this is some of the most important footage we could uh, ever use in the classroom. I think that I would actually say, if you're an educator and you are teaching a certain topic, um, anatomy, physiology, um, scene management, operations, whatever it is, and there is a way to illustrate that with a video, you are required. You should be required to illustrate it with a video. There's just no better way to do it. Um, and we have 15 episodes, we have great footage, we have great commentary, but there is also this thing called YouTube that you can Google and find thousands and thousands of other people who are putting real patient videos out there. So if you're ever feeling like there isn't footage for you to show, I, I beg to differ. I think you can, I think you can get it from there. I've been a long time fan of FOMED, which of course is free open access medical education. Uh, and so you can get some CE for attending this session, but also you can uh, watch it uh, on demand whenever you want to. How does that work? So the cool thing about the way that Prodigy offers the Real Emergency Vodcast is if you attend live, you get free CE for attending live. So all you have to do is be there for the whole time, um, scan the QR code and submit your um, certification information and you're awarded one free hour of CE. We love when people attend live because the more interaction we have with the audience, the better. Then after that, we allow you to watch that video on uh, the Prodigy EMS website for a month, also for free if you didn't get to attend live. And then after a month, it becomes uh, a paid uh, product. So there's lots of opportunity for you to, to use uh, the to use the video for CE, but we also love that we have it on YouTube for free for anybody to watch um, or for educators to use at any time. Hillary, thank you for that. Uh, Zach, you're one of the very few people in the country that's had experience within an organization that has actively purchased, used, and operated body-worn cameras. So you're the, the right guy to talk to here. How was that experience? Uh, you, you know, you were the guy on the street. Yeah, so I would recommend everyone go listen to our podcast we did. We can have a link to that. Answers a lot of those questions because there's so much to it. But like you said, I think it's almost should be a requirement at this point. The, the main reason that people don't want body cams and EMS is because they're just grossly misunderstood, right? <clears throat> Once you understand it, you're using it appropriately. At the end of the day, 
we, we always say these things in school or when we're taught, look, treat everyone like it's your mother or your grandmother, right? Well, that's not always the case as we know. We, we forget that we are public servants. So just as police officers and firefighters, we are required to, you know, be stand up people, do the right thing in the public eye um, and be okay with being evaluated either by our peers, leadership, whatever that is, to be able to, to you know, be better for the next patient, and the next call. I, I use a sports analogy all the time in football. They watch film nonstop, right, of their game, the previous game, their opponent, and to get ready for the next one. It's the same thing with a cardiac arrest or a, a multi-systems trauma. How did we do? How do we get better? How do we perform um, you know, more efficiently? And so there's so many aspects to it. They're mostly just misunderstood. There is a right way to do it, clearly. Um, I believe that it, in most states that legally it will be allowed and unless legislation is changed and those that aren't, it will be standard eventually. It's just the world that we live in now. I think you should get ahead of the game um, and do it. Being, being you know, removed a little while from using them, I believe in them even more so now um, just because when you're in it, you're, you're still kind of experiencing all the nuances and figuring out all the different dynamics involved. This podcast, more than anything, has shown, I think, the importance of it. It's ridiculous to me that everybody knows the value of it, whether that's in the hospital or not, but we're not willing to really step out there and do it. We've got to have educators, teachers, and leadership across the country in EMS that believe uh, in doing the right thing for the, the patient and their crews to continue to move this forward. Um, and, and one of the things I want to speak to that you said, Hillary, is this podcast has also shown me how diverse EMS is across our country. I've always kind of known that, but to really experience it and see how, how lucky and blessed we are in certain places to be able to do things that they're not even doing in some ERs or hospitals, right? And then other places, um, you know, they just, they're never going to have the ability to because they may be in rural middle of nowhere, right? So just the, the dynamics are so different. We've been able to speak to so many different audiences, and I think that's been super important, whether you're in a you know, major metropolitan area or if you're you know, out in you know, wherever, rural America. So that's been really cool for me to see and experience as well. Zach, thank you. And before we carry on, let's just have a quick message from our sponsor. Lexapol empowers first responders and public servants to best meet the needs of their residents safely and responsibly serving more than 2 million public safety and government professionals in over 8,000 agencies and municipalities. Lexapol offers a range of solutions that includes policies, training, behavioral health resources, news and analysis, and grant assistance services for law enforcement, fire rescue, EMS, local government, and other agencies dedicated to public safety. To learn more, visit lexapol.com. That's L-E-X-I-P-O-L.com. We're back, and uh, Hillary, I think you were about to pick up on a point that uh, Zach made just now. To comment on what you were saying about um, it'll be the standard of care someday that all EMS will always wear body cams. I think you told me on our podcast, you said something like, one time a patient like looked at us and said, it's about time you all wore body cams. I love that, right? They're like, "You're we're behind. We're actually behind. Never in my experience, 50,000 calls a year at our service for three years. Never once did we have a patient ask us to turn it off. Never once. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, they need it too. Um, the other thing, back to your comment about uh, the diversity of uh, 
of the kinds of people who are coming to watch uh, our videos is um, I think I remember someone mentioning in a chat once, uh, one of our audience members, something about they're not allowed to use a piece of respiratory equipment unless the patient's chief complaint was respiratory or something like it was something like capnography. Um, you're not allowed to put it on unless the patient has trouble breathing, right? And, and I'm not trying to make fun of people. I'm just saying when we think about the reach that we have, and, and I'll say uh, at the low end, our videos have been watched around 2,000 times. And at the high end, the one uh, of the gunshot wound has been watched 16,000 times, right? You think about maybe one person hearing that capnography actually is also a really great way to measure like, you know, metabolic states. Um, um, maybe they'll change their minds. So um, I love being an innovator and I love being uh, able to impact, um, you know, the future of other agencies, which is really cool. I guess my burning question is also, uh, where do you get the videos from? We source the videos from David Spiro's uh, Real DX cases that he has recorded hundreds of those over the years for his company. But um, I'll let Zach talk about the way we've gotten some body cam footage from not only his former agency, but also from Axon, the company that makes the body cams. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, we had body cams and there's several agencies across the country have body cams. And through the relationship with Dr. Peel said, hey, we've, we've got this platform. We would love to collaborate. Um, of course, on most of these, we had already had, you know, patient releases um, to meet privacy concerns. And it was just a, a phenomenal opportunity to be able to get that video out there. Some things, you know, may redacted. Most of it is, is raw, though, um, to be able to provide that to the, the platform. And then through, you know, everybody's other relationships, we've had folks come forward and say, hey, got this amazing video, this case, we can use it. And we can use an, the expert physician or whoever that was involved and, and bring them in to be able to do it as well. So it's really kind of turned into this um, nationwide thing where people are, you know, willing to share videos and bring in the, the right people to talk about it. And one of my favorite episodes is, uh, the one we did, um, from the Falmouth road race in, uh, Massachusetts, where, um, we got to get to know the medical director from the race tent, um, at the end of this, uh, really hot road race. And we sent prodigy got to send a cameraman to the to film uh, patient emergencies. And all of these folks had, many of these folks had heat emergencies um, and that's solved by dunking them into an ice bath, which makes for great videos. But in all, in all seriousness, just like you said, Zach, it's the partnerships that we've had. You know, Dr. Fales from the state, uh, he's the state medical director of Michigan, had an entire soup to nuts cardiac arrest, out of hospital cardiac arrest episode that showed um, essentially pit crew CPR, high performance CPR, and all of the interventions that save people's lives um, in the field when, when it comes to cardiac arrest. So um, much of our um, success is owed to having partners like that. I totally agree with you. Let's uh, just take a second and give a shout out to our amazing cinematographer, Mr. Mark Davenport, because uh, he's uh, the the man behind the camera. Um, he's the man at the bottom of the escalator as well. But you knew that. But uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's give him give him some kudos for sure. So great answers today, folks. So how do we uh, follow you? Keep up with you, and uh, don't forget that you can see Real Emergency on EMS1.com, uh, but you won't get the CE. And uh, James, who we work with, uh, has said that's one of the most commonly asked questions: Can I get CE if I watch it on YouTube? Answer is no, you can't. But if you watch it fresh 
from the moment that it's published via Prodigy, then you can pick up your CE. Otherwise, uh, as I'm sure you guys have mentioned, it's FOMED. You can use it to uh, educate your people, your organizations going forward. Anyway, having said all that, uh, how do we follow, Hillary? Yes, it's on YouTube under Real Emergency. Real is spelled with two E's for all of you youngsters that they used to play movies using actual reels. So that's a play on words <laughs> and it's a pun and you're supposed to be impressed by how clever we are. Um, Hang on so a second. <laughs> so that's on YouTube, but of course at prodigyems.com, that's where you would uh, create a free account um, if you don't already have one and uh, sign in and watch there for your one hour of If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter at Z Dunlap Medic. And then of course on LinkedIn, Facebook, all the regular social media sites, Facebook for all the old people still, I suppose. If anybody has heard Hillary and I podcast before, which we do on a number of other channels, that uh, there's normally this British-American sort of crossover. And uh, just for those listening in the UK, what uh, Zach just said, it's Zed Dunlap. <laughs> just FYI. No, Rob, his name's Zach. His name is not Zed. It's it's his it's his Twitter. He's Z, he's Z Dunlap on one side of the pond. Now everybody's Z gonna. Dunlap. How do you guys do this? Because now everybody's gonna write out Z E D Dunlap, and that's not right. I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it at all. My goodness. There we go. I don't so imagine that was... of people clamoring to follow me. So. <laughs> Everybody, if you're listening, follow Zach with the ZZ. Uh, there we go. So don't forget, you can rate and review us on the platform that you're listening to us on. Also, if you're watching or listening to us on Apple Podcasts, there's a little plus sign at the top right-hand corner. If you click that, it means you're subscribing. And it means every time a new episode of EMS One Stop comes up, you then get notified that we're we're in on your airwaves and hopefully in your ears in, in, matters, in minutes for you. So don't forget to do that. Um, so for the minute, I've been Rob Lawrence. I'd like to thank my guests, Hillary and Zach. Um, we're all over your airwaves. Don't forget to watch uh, Real Emergency. If you want your CE, watch it when it comes out. Um, and uh, otherwise, it's available at EMS One or on YouTube. So for the moment, this has been EMS One Stop. Um, they've been Zach and Hillary. And until next time, bye for now. <laughs>